yo, and welcome to episode 26 of the Generation Gamers podcast, a podcast where I try to come up with something witty to say at the beginning and don't always have one loaded. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I kind of hope they come to me as I start talking because I don't always think about it ahead of time, and that time I was shooting blanks. You know, shooting blanks. <laughs> shooting blanks, yeah. yeah. Of course. Of course. I am one of your hosts, Johnny Casino. With me, as always, your butler and mine. Or is it my butler and yours? doesn't really matter. It's been butler. Hey, man. How are you? I'm doing great. I loved um, how uh, Sean Capri... So, so it would have been... Oh, by the time this comes out, it would have been like a week and a half ago. You were on We The Gamer cast. Yeah. Right? And, and like how Sean Capri referred to you as is my butler and yours or your butler and mine. However it is I say it, now that I can't think about how I say it. But I love the fact that he... That he uh, he went into that. So he also used your weed it music, which I found pretty funny. That's what he does. Yeah. No, like 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 that's he try. If someone has a show, he tries to use the music for it. And he actually asked, had me. Well, he asked me to send it to him, and I didn't respond. I think I was sleeping when he asked because I was working nights, and so he was able to find it and and play it. So yeah. Did you listen to your whole episode? Yeah. Did, does it feel weird? I mean, you listen to this though, don't you? I do. Is that weird? It is. Because I can't do it. Like, if I'm on a show, I won't listen. I, I did listen to both my episodes of We The Gamer Cast. Um, and, and it was strange, but for some reason I did it all the same. I don't know. Just something. Ever since we started recording, I was curious how they sounded. And as I've gotten better, it's gotten a lot easier. In the beginning, it might have been harder. Yeah, our, our first <laughs> episodes, which, I mean, speaking of which, we, we need to go through. And if there's any listener out there that's actually been listening from the beginning, one, I'm sorry. Two... If there's any of the episodes of the early on that you liked the topic of, let me know, because those will be the ones we redo. Like uh, Mario Kart for sure is going to be something we'll 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 re uh, redo, um, hopefully in a much better way. Um, we might go back and redo the RPG one at some point. That one I think we'll have. I think there's, there'll be a lot to say at some point on that one, but that that, that needs to be a while. There's a few other ones at the very beginning. I'll look back through the list. Yeah, shooters. Shooters, yeah. Well, and here's the thing is, is we need, and I've I've been told this and you've been told this, that we need more of a shooter segment in most of the episodes where you get to talk about doing that stuff. Mm. Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe one day. I like how it's like, all right, Ben, here's a chance for you to say something. And your response is, mm. caveman. <laughs> um, so, speaking of. Yeah, man. So, we kind of talked about... Um, how we want to move forward, how we want to try to, to, to do the show a little bit different, at least some episodes. So at least once a month, I'd like to do kind of what we talked about, where we get together, we play something, one of us picks something that's in their wheelhouse, it's not in the other person's, and uh, do that stuff. So next, a couple weeks from now, July 18th, is that when the open for the non, for the non-pre-orders? Yeah. Okay. It was live. It's like a Monday though, isn't it? Yes. I th- actually, I think it's the 21st to the 23rd for is non-pre-orders. It? Whatever it is, it's a, like a Monday through Wednesday or something like that. Because there's a PlayStation... So what we're talking about, by the way, if you haven't caught on. So the Destiny open beta is coming. Destiny 2. Sorry, Destiny, like it matters. Destiny 2 open beta is coming. And it's going to it's gonna first come out for PlayStation, right? Like, like a day or two later, it comes out for Xbox. Yep. And yeah, which Ben almost has this like weird, better look on his face. And then, um, like, that next Monday, which is, like, two or three days later, I believe, it comes out for people who didn't pre-order it at all, right? And that's when I'm going to jump in, because I'm not going to buy this game. I mean, let's be honest. It, Like, 
even if I really enjoy playing it with you, I probably will not purchase the game just because I, I don't have the time to put in to a big online shooter game. You do. I don't. You have to force it. Though. Yeah, but I don't want to force it. Right? Because I have all these other games. Like, the amount of games I need to play right now is astronomical. It's one game. Yeah, but With I have all these... an astronomical amount of time. Exactly. And that's the problem. It's not. It's better that way. It's better. The I always grind. tell you it's better when it lasts longer. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Uh, if only I could. Um. So, so the plan, the plan I want to do is I work days that week. So, it's going to have to be like that Tuesday. If you're, I'm assuming you're going to be in town. Cause, or maybe that, I don't know. When I get off work one of those days... We're going to have to hook up online. Um, I'll, I'll make sure it's downloaded and whatever else. And I want to play for a couple hours. And then the next time we record, we'll get together. We'll talk about playing Destiny. You you as a slightly younger gamer who does first-person shooters. Me as a slightly older gamer who does not do first-person shooters. And then we'll see. We'll just see how that goes. And then I have to figure out, though... And this is the hard part for me is what am I going to choose that's going to be something that you need to play? And I almost want to go retro. You should. I And I think I'm going to have to because I was looking at it and I was looking at like um, other games that I really like. And what I don't want is to pick like, like I started playing Life is Strange and I'll talk about that in a minute. I would like to pick a game like that, something that's a way different than the stuff that you play. But I don't want you to get bored. Hey, man, I will play through it if you give it to me. Yeah, but the, the, the problem is, is like, if it's a game like that, there's that potential that you could get bored playing it. And I don't want that. Like, like that will make it where it's not... I don't know. Like, like for me, it's entertaining, and I enjoy it. But if you're just walking around talking to random people... You might, and I don't know, maybe you'll love it, but you could also just be like, hmm. and then that's just no fun for anybody. I mean, it'd be a, a funny episode is I'm just bagging on the show the whole time. You could, but yeah. then Adam Leonard, not to brag, will have to come kick your ass or something because he loves that game. We'll talk about the game in a minute. We'll talk about that game in a minute. So besides the 4th of July, yep. have you been up to anything? Uh... If I told you this, so you know World of Warcraft's a huge game, right? I've I've heard of this World of Warcraft before. Yep. So I've been playing that a lot lately. Well, my guild had like a bunch of falling out. Nerd. Yeah. So I mean, this was like big. Like they had a meeting on Discord. Like you know, sixty people showed up. Everyone came through and like aired their feelings, and a bunch of people left. Right. It was like a a big like you know come to Jesus moment. And everyone gets there and like kind of spills their guts. I've been in this guild like three weeks. So uh, I was kind of curious, like, we're having a town hall meeting, and they all get together in a party. Like, they get together in a bar in-game, and they can get on Discord, and they talk. So I went to that, what and, yeah, so really funny. It was a great time. <laughs> and you were just, like, watching all this? Well, I was, like, listening to it live on Discord. Like, I just put it in, muted my mic, and uh, sat there through it. Wait, wait, oh, oh, so this was the audio part of Discord. Yeah. Does that work well? It does. It works great. Okay. Yep, I would highly recommend it. Oh, well, we have one for like the super indie podcast group and stuff. I don't know if you are you in that Discord group. I am. Okay, but anytime I play online, I end up getting on Skype or something like that. Dude, Discord is way way easier and way better. I guess I guess you can incorporate more people without it having to be just your close friends. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, the Discord's real easy. But yeah, so I sat through that. <laughs> okay. And uh, I mean, just hilarious. I wish I could have <laughs> recorded it. I wish um, you had. I know. But so after that happens, this guy, uh, who I don't know very well, but in the game his name is like Red Kid Cat, I think. That's kind of a cool name. Yeah. Um, me and him started playing PvP. And I hadn't played PvP since, you know, 2009 in World of Warcraft. And it's changed a lot. But uh, I've gone through one and a half prestiges, so like 75 levels. And I am just, you know, I have a whole newfound, you know, thing to do in World of Warcraft besides raiding. So I've been going very hard into PvP and really getting getting my hate on. Yeah? So, oh, yeah. Just getting your hate on. This sounds terrible. Oh, man. And amazing. Yeah. So kind I play, of amazing. I play a melee class, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, really in people's faces. And you have, like, cooldowns. So... What you do is you wait in like 30 seconds and you find a caster, which is a guy who wears cloth. And my guy wears like plate armor. Yeah. And you find, you know, and you know, we call them the squishy or the glass cannons. They can kill you real fast. But if you get to them, you can just, you know, tear them to pieces. So I've been doing that a lot. I have like, you know, 40, 50 kill games. It's been a blast. So speaking of that. Yeah. The second time we try to do this whole play a game that's not in the other person's thing deal right okay we are going to want to try to do it i, th- I think world of warcraft is going to be the game and the only reason i'm not doing that one first okay. is because the destiny beta is coming up so soon yeah but we'll do that i'll make a legit panda right uh or i could actually if i made a panda i could call it dave oh that'd be hilarious yeah and dave will understand why anyone who listens to forget being cool will understand why i think i think i don't know because he has pandas. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Although they've disappeared, they're not in the background anymore. Oh. Which I mean, whatever. Dave's dating. Uh, okay. So first of all, and, and I know you don't listen to forget being cool that often. If ever, whatever, it's fine. It, listen to it if you want to. If you don't, I mean, I, I I I love having listeners and people like that. But the last episode, you have to listen to. You have to listen to episode. I think it's fifteen. 15. Yep. Right? Did you listen to it? I have not yet, but it's not like you. Listen to that episode. At least the first half. Actually, the, the whole thing. We get into a really deep conversation on the show. Really? About, uh, yeah, because we watched a movie about the free press. And it's all about the... Um, oh, the Hulk Hogan trial? The Hulk Hogan. Well, that's that's what the movie starts talking about. That's not what the documentary is about. The dude had a oh. hardcore agenda. And we get into a lot of that stuff. And we talk, and oddly enough, we agree more than I ever expected we would. Cause when it comes to politics, Dave and I are not in the same spectrum, but, um, but the very beginning, we talk more about Dave's dating life. We get, we do another Buzzfeed quiz and, uh, I read out his new dating profile. And so if you listen to this, but you don't listen to Forget Being Cool, go find Forget Being Cool. You can go to forgetbeingcool.com or you can look it up on iTunes. You need to listen to episode 15, at least the first half, because that's the part where I, where Dave just loses it and breaks it's in, in a hilarious way. Like you the, can't talk laughing. Type this sounds breaks. wonderful. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was so much fun. Um, but anyway, so, so we will do, and I think this is taking back where we'll do World of Warcraft. Yep. And I'll do either Legit Panda or Dave the Panda. I haven't decided yet. Um, I'm excited about that. Yeah, man. It'll be good. It'll be interesting. I don't know if it'll be good. It'll be interesting. Oh, dude. You are going to... Uh, it's such a weird game. But you will you will see everything. I will show it to you. You will show me everything. I'll show you the game and how it works. I'm scared. Uh, anything else you've been playing or just playing a lot of WoW? Playing a lot of WoW. Okay. 
But also, you came over to my house on the 4th of July. I did. And uh, a couple things happened. One is you brought some Oreos. Oh, God. And I really want to distribute these to everyone in the world. I need to bring some into work tonight, actually. Um, and, and, and they're red, white, and blue Oreos. Yep. And y'all kept trying to tell me to taste one. I was like, whatever. I, they know I like Oreos. Great. I take a bite, and I'm like, like the flavor's weird. It's just not a good flavor. Yep. It's a vanilla like a, wafer with berry filling. Is that what it is? Yep. Yeah, not great. It, I mean, it's not terrible. It's not great. I ended up uh, eating like five of them. Really? But uh, probably three. <laughs> but the reason is, and, and, and Amy is sitting there. Is there Amy? One of the women. I don't remember which. I think it was Amy. It was like, like it'll hit him eventually. Like, what are you talking about? All of a sudden, my mouth started popping because it had freaking Pop Rocks in it. And that's awesome. America. Yeah. America. Yeah. It's like fireworks in your mouth. Yep. It's a party in your mouth and everyone's coming. <laughs> so there's a girl. There's a girl I knew that said that on accident. It's not. Yeah. Anyway. The other thing that happened, though, is we played arms. We did. I want you to talk about this. You mean, I, wa- I want your thoughts. Like We talked about it some. I want your thoughts. I want your thoughts for the future. Is there future thoughts with arms in your mind? Uh, so, interesting game. I like how the characters are really flushed out. You know, like, they all have their own, like, unique mechanics and things like that. Uh, it felt, and I'd have to play online to really see this, like, there is no, like, real defined way to play it. Oh, there's definitely not. It's all reactionary based on your opponent. Yeah. So there seems to be... Now, do you see that as a good thing or as a bad? Well, I, I see it as a good thing because you really can't plan and there's not going to be a real meta. Like, yeah. So, you know, things like uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee suffer a lot from, you know, there's like four characters that are really good. And then some guy will figure out like a new thing and that character will be on top for a little while until everyone figures it out and then it'll shift. But with arms, I don't really, I mean, I don't see that yet. Now, maybe someone will figure something out. You know, you can't counter one of the characters, and then that'll be a problem until Nintendo fixes it. Uh, but, man, it was just frustrating. It Was it frustrating to lose? Because you would get real close, yep. and I think you beat me at least once. Yeah, so, well, it wasn't so much losing to you as in, like, you know, when we were playing with your son. So, normally, in a game, like, I can pick and choose my battles wisely. Like, when me and him play Super Smash Brothers, like, I let them have some of the other ones that I'll win by a little bit, and I can kind of, like, determine. I think someone's at the door. All right, we're back. Okay, so you can pick and choose your battles as far as how you play. So my son's six. Yeah. Right, and, and he doesn't lose gracefully. He doesn't really win gracefully either. No. Uh, but to not, like, maybe I was doing something wrong, but I doubt it because the controls seem pretty simple. But I could not, like, ch- like... I couldn't win. Like I would have him at a, like in a disadvantage position, and he would still beat me because he would either swing faster, hit the buttons more. You know, he would just you know more or less you know keep swinging. Yeah. And I was trying to you know use some sort of strategy in there. I didn't feel like I could do that. Well, and I mean, you know, part of that's going to depend because I think he, I don't know who was playing at the time, but I know he likes to play Mechanica, and he likes to have those big old uh, hammer fists. Yep. And the thing is, like. Once those come flying at you, you can't block them so much. And if you get one right after the other, unless you're dodging, they're going to get you. So when you play someone like that, you have to play speed. Yeah. And you have to figure out 
how to play the other person. Yeah, so if you play like a so Marvel vs. Capcom two, right, is like three on three and chains are a real big thing in that game, but there are counters to it. Every character can counter every character. Okay. And if you are getting chained, you can break it. Like there are ways to do it. I couldn't figure that out. Like I would block I would try to block and it wouldn't block. Yeah, well, once you start getting hit, I mean yeah, that's trying a, to get yourself set to get that block up takes just enough time where it's it's difficult. Yeah, and I think that's a problem. Like I could see that being a problem for the longevity of the game. If you like, if somebody gets the first hit and that's just it. Well, no, but that's the thing is it, it's it's not because with that game, arms take a certain amount of time to come back. Yep. Right, and therefore you do two big swings, you're vulnerable for the next two seconds or whatever. Right. Um. There's only time that someone can just open up on you is when they get the little fury yeah. deal. And then you either have to be blocking before it starts or you have to be dodging very, very quickly. And you can get away from them, right? But I don't know. I, don't know, I just didn't say we were able to find strategy besides uh, swing the arms as fast as you could and don't let them have a break. Like when me and you were playing, there were a few times where you know I felt like oh, I have an advantage here and you would just... Like come around a corner and break it, and I'm like, man, what what do I do in this situation? Yeah, well, and that's what you have to spend some time to figure out. I mean, I put twenty something hours in that game between the test punch and the actual game, yeah. right? Um, which is weird, right? To actually be being able to have any idea of how much time I put into a game is very strange to me now. Right? I'm not used to seeing that stuff, but I put twenty hours into it, and I know I have a few things. It's like okay, if if the person's playing this way, I need to use this kind of character, these kind of arms, stuff like that. And if you're playing like the ranked matches, it's one-on-one. And after you win or lose, you can say, hey, I want a rematch. And the person also picks a rematch. You keep fighting that person. Mm-hmm. And you can change different little things. But, you know, I've got to the point now where it's like, like if I'm having a hard time with someone, I will pick Ribbon Girl, get two Slapamanders, and just play this this little game where I'm just jumping out of the way as much as possible and trying to slap you in the back of the head with my slap Amanda. Right. And there's ways to stop me from doing that. Right. But it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I can, I can keep it bay a little bit and still be aggressive in the fighting without getting annihilated. So how is rank play? Have you tried that? I've done it. Some is it worth just, it? Not worth it. Any rewards to it? I don't know. It's it's, so it's one-on-one. Okay. And if, if you win, you, you have like your little scale. So you start off at D or whatever, right? Yep. It's kind of like Splatoon was. I don't know if you ever played Splatoon, but. And so it, 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 go, it, it, as you win, it fills it up a certain amount. And once you get to the next point, you go to the next thing, right? I remember it might be numbers now, whatever it is, right? I think it might be start with one and go two and three and four, right? And then if you lose, it goes down just a little bit. But if you okay. win, it goes up a certain amount. Right, and I think because sometimes you can like if there's enough people playing it, you'll be up against someone who's a higher rank than you. It doesn't necessarily mean they're better; it could mean they just played more of this. Okay, uh, and it's just one-on-one fights. Hmm. Uh, I fought the same guy like five times once, uh, just because I don't know we were doing it. All right. Well, I haven't had to edit something in a while on our show. Yeah, man. Now this is gonna be like we're normally pretty good. Kind of twice. Well, here's the problem, and and this has been the problem with you know with the other show as well is like summer's here, so the kids are here, 
and it's messing with every and i love my kids i love hanging out with them and stuff but i like i need them to be gone for certain times of the day and so like doing the show three times a week i can get i can you know come home off the night shift record till nine sleep from nine to three and it's not a big deal when they're at school because they're at school that whole time yeah but when they're not at school then they're like oh you know they don't want to make a bunch of noise or they want me to hang out with them well, i don't know whatever anyway so arms any, yeah any any thought on continuing to play it at all or just gonna kind of let this one pass i mean if i'm over here i'll definitely play it with you and i will continue to try like you know to aggressively get better like trying different characters and stuff but i don't know man like like i tried a bunch of people we played for a while yeah we did yep so uh I don't know, I'd like to find a strategy, or even better, you know, I would like to watch, like, a good Twitch streamer on it. Yeah. If they're, like, really good at the highest level, I could see it being entertaining to play like that. Uh, yeah. Or to watch being played, but... I mean, I've played against people that just annihilate me without me being able to do anything at all. Yeah. And it sucks. So I'm kind of curious to know, like, what that kind of gameplay looks like. Like, I really like watching high-level Super Smash Brothers Melee. I love yeah. watching that. You know, the highlights every week and stuff, I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> It's a very weird thing to be into, but... Yeah, it yeah. is. So, okay, the last thing before I get into... I'll tell you some stuff I've been playing. that will lead into our topic, I think. Um, Splatoon 2 is coming out. Are you yep. getting that? I am. Have you pre-ordered it? I have not. Are you getting it digitally or physically? Uh, I was probably just going to go buy it physically. Okay, cool. Yep. Are you going to get it? No, it's... Dude, pre-ordered day one. Day one, man. Day one. Yeah, no, I pre-ordered it. I, I think I'm working like the day shift during that time when it comes out. So I'm not going to play it a whole lot for a little while, but I mean, they did the direct a couple of days ago and it showed a lot of the same stuff, but it showed some new modes. It showed some new weapons and stuff like that. So hopefully because it's in handheld, I can play it in bed while the wife and I are hanging out. Hopefully I'll have time to get more into it and get better at it and everything else. So, okay. So to lead into what we're going to talk, uh, talk about. So I took the PS4 to work with me oh, yesterday. Really? Yeah. Okay. I had to take the car because I was going to be driving through a small storm and I could not take the motorcycle. Uh. Um, so I took the PS4. I was able to hook it up to the TV that's above all my computer screens that's not used for anything right now. And then the the headphones plug into my controller. So I'm able to... Not, I don't have to worry about the sound. And I'm just sitting there playing these games. And so I played... What did I play? I played a little Ratchet and Clank. Okay. What? Odd choice. Um, It was like seven bucks yeah. on sale. But why start with that? I didn't. I didn't start with that. I started with something else. So I'll get to last. Oh, okay. But I played some Ratchet and Clank. Just wanted to play some. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Like it's, it's not super difficult. There's not a lot of um um, like it's like if you die, who cares type deal, right? You just come back not too far away from where you started. Um, but it's just fun and it's it's a little bit silly and it's kind of meta because it's based off the movie, which is based off the game. Okay. And so it, it like like this one guy he helps you and he's like all right I'll see you next reboot and he like flies away. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, speaking of funny, there's a game I, I got to get a second controller for us to be able to play together. But Fat Princess, holy crap, that game is hilarious. What an odd name. It is. Uh, I played it online a little bit with uh, Jeremy Good. Um, uh, you might know him as Trash Turkey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I played. It's the only time I played a little bit with him online. Uh, but we, I mean, I'm sure we could play local two-player. And it's just a, a top-down, run-around. You have your different class. You just, I don't know, kill things around you. And there's a fat princess you have to protect at one point. I, I was playing 
with him on his games. I don't know what the story was, but like the commentary is hysterical. Um, but anyway, so I played that. Um, I played, I actually had my Switch with me as well. I have not played much of the Zelda DLC yet. We'll get into that in a little bit. But um, I've been playing a lot of Cave Story Plus, which is fantastic. Okay. Uh, which I might, he might have to let you borrow that at some point. You can try it out. I have it physically. All right. So I'll, I'll let you try it. Yeah, I'll let you borrow that after I beat it. Um, I played some Shadow of Mordor, which is really weird because there's a scene in there where the little guy from Lord of the Rings, the little guy that's got the ring doesn't want to let it up golem yeah sure nerd uh but like he yeah he pops his head from around a corner which i thought was kind of interesting well it makes sense though it's in that world yep right um but have you played that uh yes okay last generation i think it is yeah but it's on i don't know you can get it on xbox one and, and uh ps4 now yeah it's really good like the, the 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 battle's a little bit hack and slash, but there is the other moves you can kind of use with it. And I like doing the, the bow and arrow a lot. And the sneaking up on people and just, you know, slicing an orc's throat. You always like bow and arrows. I do. I do. It's yeah. it's my thing. Like, if I can play and have a bow and arrow, I will. It's uh, Far Cry I play that way. I should play Far Cry. I've never played a Far Cry game. And what I, what I really need to play, though, is Horizon Zero Dawn. You've never played Far Cry? I've never played Far Cry. You know why? Why? Uh, oh, well, part of it is because it, these games were coming out of time when I just had no time for games. I'm doing right? you a disservice. That's, wow, really? Far yeah. Cry 4 is great. But the other thing is, is like they're first person and I'm not big on first person. Uh, yeah. That's that's the reason, that's the reason when I've had a chance to get into some of those, I've kind of avoided them. So, because of the first person part. But I've been told I really like them. Yeah, and I mean, I'll tell you something someone told me. So I played Far Cry 3, which was set in Africa. And you can get really overpowered in these games. Like Far Cry, you can get all the towers, you get all the guns, and you can just kind of plow through the game. If you really want to play it, and I'll, I'll recommend this to anyone, play it very like with a, a cool twist. Play it with just the bow and arrow and see how far you can get because it gets like crazy where there's people with like machine guns and people charging machetes and molotovs, and you just get really good at nailing people in the face with a bow and arrow. Now, are these one-hit kills in the head? Yeah. Okay, because that's the thing with... With Shadow of Mordor is you can headshot someone and not kill them. Yeah, so they have like a bulletproof helmet on. It takes two. A bulletproof helmet and you're shooting it with an arrow. That sounds yeah, weird. Oh, yeah. I'm going to aim for the nose. You can get like grenade launchers and stuff in that game. But I mean, if you play with just a bow and arrow, it gets like crazy. People with helicopters, I mean, crazy shit. Okay, I'll look into that one. You should. I've got enough stuff I need to play right now, but that will definitely make my list. Um, but the game that I played that I was really into... And it kind of leads into what we're going to be talking about. Is I was playing Life is Strange. Okay. Now Life is Strange uh, is a current gen, I believe, uh, episodic game. That uh, it was last month. It was free on PS Plus, and I've been told I need to play it. I keep looking at it, but I'm like, ah, I just never get around to buying it. Uh, but it was free, and so I was super excited. Right, super excited to play this game. You are a girl who just turned 18, you're in a, I can't tell if it's like a local college type thing, you're a photographer, so you're like a photography major, I guess, if it's college. Um, you haven't been to town for like the last five years, you've just come back, you're, you, you run into your best friend um, from back then, and like all this weird stuff happens, but the thing that, that the mechanic for the game is that you make decisions 
but you can also rewind time. And so you come up to some things that you'll see something happen and then you just rewind time and you can stop that thing from happening. Like a girl gets hit in the head with a football and you can rewind time and tell her, hey, watch out. And she'll move and she doesn't get hit in the head with a football, right? But you also can stop a murder from happening. You also can have a conversation with someone and it'll tell you with how you answer the questions, hey, that's going to affect the outcome of this game. And you can rewind and it tells you the point you can rewind to. You can rewind time to that point, make the other decision. And then you can decide between those two which one you want to go forward with. Which is kind of nice because a lot of these games where you're making decisions, you don't always like know the tone in which the person's going to be saying what they're going to be saying. Like a lot of Telltale games, you'll want to say one thing, you'll realize it's like a snarky tone and it makes the other person mad and that's not what you wanted. Like this, you get to go back in time and be like, okay, no, this is the decision I'm going to live with. So is that a, like, is there a reason in the game for you being able to rewind time? I I mean, I'm, I haven't found out yet. Okay, is the girl aware of this? Yes. And that's how the game starts. The game starts, she's in this weird dream, like a daydream or something like that. She wakes up, goes to the bathroom, like goes into the bathroom to wipe her face and stuff because she's all freaked out about this thing that she was, a vision she was having. Sees something bad happen and then realizes she can rewind time. Like, the time rewinds, and she's like, oh, crap, I can rewind time now. Okay. Right? And then, so that's the mechanic for the game. And you're playing through the story. Now, it's an episodic game. Five episodes, something like that. A couple hours apiece. Whatever it is. Um, and I'm playing this, so I'm playing this last night. And Adam Leonard, not, once again, not to brag, but Adam Leonard was, was telling me how, how much I need to play this game. So I start playing, and I send him this message after I, like... Um, I made the first decision. So you have to make this decision early on, like pretty early on. And it's not a big deal. It's whether or not you tell the principal if this person shot someone or had a gun or not, right? And if you tell them, it's just some rich kid. If you tell them, then it kind of makes you look bad because no one's going to believe this rich kid who's a perfect student is wielding a gun in school. And if you don't tell them, then it makes you look bad because you look like you're hiding something. Right, and you have to just figure out what decision to make, and I make this decision, and I like it legitimately was stressing me out. It was that good, but then in a good way. Like I was like, oh my god, like this this game is like making you like feel that way, right? So I'm playing this game, and I'm going through the first thing, and I get to the end of the first um, chapter, the first episode, or whatever it's called. I go to play the next one; it's not on there. Because apparently I had to go tell it to download all these individually. Huh. So I wanted to play through this whole game. Like after starting, like I was hooked. The music in this game is just phenomenal. And it and it's like it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I've played this game and there's more to it and I don't have it now. And it just it wrecked me. It wrecked me. So I ended up that's when I went on to play some Ratchet and Clank. I played some Shadow of Mordor for a little while. Um I ended up playing Until Dawn. Which okay. is a game I think I'd like to play with you if we could find the time to sit and do it. Um, yeah, let's do, you, do it. Do you know about that game? Yeah, that's me and Shaquille played that. Oh, oh, really? oh! So you yeah. played with all making all the decisions and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, it's good. Oh man! But I mean, it's way better with like multiplayer. And that's what I'm thinking. Like I played the very beginning of it, and you kind of see what happens, and then the guy talks to you and tells you about how your decisions affect things, and you're like, holy crap! Okay. Yeah, it's a cool game. It got a lot better when they, you know, finished it and expanded it and all that. Did they? Yeah. Oh yeah. It didn't used to be that good. Okay. 
So, so this kind of leads us to what we're talking about. We've rambled a lot, about half an hour or whatever, which is fine. Which is fun. It's fun. It's good. Uh, but we're, what we're going to talk about, and something you brought up a couple days ago, was I was talking about DLC. And in, in, in that, I, I kind of incorporate, like, episodic shows, or episodic games, where you have to buy the further things. So, a lot, a lot of these things have come out. But let's start with the beginning. What's the earliest thing you remember now that I've rambled on forever that is DLC related? And you actually brought up something else that's kind of like, hey, this was DLC before DLC was a thing. Yep. Uh, so the earliest thing for me was probably Halo 2 maps. Uh, I remember that. I mean, even like the original Xbox had online connectivity. So there was stuff on there, like patches and things. Actually, Nice the Older Public had expansions. Yeah. For that was the original Xbox. Yeah. No. Okay. So with the original Xbox, was there like a lot? Of, there wasn't. Like, was there much download stuff? Like I don't remember. And I, I never had the original Xbox. And I had the PS2, but I never connected to the internet. Yeah, I think it was the 360 that really like brought it. Yeah. Yeah, because I know for sure Oblivion had two expansions that were pretty yeah. good. And that was 360. Yeah, that was 360. Halo Two, which was 360, had a bunch. And then all the Call of Duties that came out in that time had map packs. Okay. Yep. So I mean, those those expansions, like you know, Oblivion, like they were great stories. Uh, Oblivion was a game that I bought and I started playing, and I just did not have the time to put into it. Like I I played, I probably put ten or so hours into it, and I didn't get all that far because I didn't know what I was doing. And I just, I did not have the time to put into such a massive game. So I never, I never got very far in that game. Yeah, I mean, uh, Bethesda, right? Who makes all those games. Uh, Oblivion, Skyrim, all that. Yeah, the uh, Elder Scrolls series. Yeah, the Elder Scrolls series. So, you know, they made that game. The game was good. But they had a, I think I have like a perfect thousand, a thousand in that game. But they, what, what does that mean? Uh, so you're like a gamer score, right? They have achievements. There's a thousand possible points and achievements, so I have every achievement. But uh, is that like platinuming it? Yes, except on a real console. Oh, mm. <laughs> wow. Okay, so answer me this. Yep. Because I, I I know people that want to play stuff on PlayStation, okay. not on 360, even though they have both. Yep. Because they want the platinum, right? Because they want the platinum, like. Uh, Sean Capri was telling about his wife Chelsea wants to play the Stick of Truth, the South Park, but she doesn't want to play it on 360. I guess they actually saw. Which actually reminds Sean, if you listen to this, hit me up. Let me know if you want me to send you this game. I will mail it to you. We've talked about it. I will mail this to you. Uh, but because she wants a platinum, is there an Xbox equivalent to a platinum? So, no, I don't care about PlayStation, nor do I know exactly what a platinum gives you whoa 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 hater oh oh <laughs> the sticks are supposed to be in line with each other like eyes it beauty is in symmetry no offset six for life we can talk about controllers another day though so so <laughs> platinums right so does it say it next to your name like how many platinums you have i think so like okay, I, okay so when i log on my playstation okay it basically in the top right corner says you're a giant loser but the letters it uses to spell that are, here are some trophies, and this is how few you have, right? And I think there's 
gold, maybe gold, silver, and platinum. I don't know. Someone who actually gives a crap about this will have to correct me on it. But um, I want to say it'll show you how many platinums you have, like on your screen. And if you have friends, they can look and see how many platinums you have. Okay, so when this originally happened, I'm, I'd bet good money that Xbox did this first. It's called Gamer Score. Yeah. So every game has a possible thousand points in it. Every so 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 effectively to platinum a game you'd get the a thousand points. No, to get a thousand gamer scores equivalent to a platinum trophy. <laughs> yeah, just make sure we say which one came first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Whatever your way is. Yeah. Uh, so that's equivalent, right? So I perfect scored Oblivion, and they came. So out, you got the platinum. Man, we are we are going to <laughs> fight. <laughs> Need about six more beers. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, so I guess I have a platinum. But they came out with expansions, and the expansion also have possible points in them. One of the ones where you go into a, almost like someone's brain. You're in like a, the chaos god. So one side's like, I don't know, like really dark, and the other side's like really colorful and stuff. But you have to pick a side. So I missed one achievement. I didn't want to play the whole expansion over again. But you're like fighting through insanity, like a a land of insanity, which is really crazy to see. Now, did that bug you at all? You missed the one? Yeah. I mean, still to this day, it says like 1,195 out of 1,200 on Oblivion next to my name. Yeah. Okay, so you can go onto your profile and see every game and how many points you got for every game you've ever played? Yes. Ever played? Yeah, that's if you, like, if somebody ever questions on, like, you know, what games I've played, if you look up my name and look at my achievements... Like in Destiny, there's like four achievements I'm missing, and it's like. A f- and do you feel like a giant loser for missing those four achievements? Kind of, yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> You're really getting my insecurities now. <laughs> this, this hurts really striking the the core of me. Yeah. Uh, and how does this go back to parental issues? Oh, man, um, just cry therapy was terrible. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, so so. So with the expansions yep. came more achievements. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Now, oh, here's the thing, though, because we've obviously gone off the rails as we do and talked about achievements and platinums. Not every game has a platinum on the PlayStation. Probably because they don't deserve it. I mean, there are there was a game. Actually, I was reading an article. I say I was reading. I read a headline because that's how I get my news. Uh, and it talked about there was a game that was that was like advertising. It was the easiest platinum and i want to say playstation like pulled it down or something like that like wouldn't let it be up there mm. so you don't see that stuff on xbox gamer score actually means something i don't know that it does i doubt it but i mean because my gamer store is like seven actually it's not so i want to say you you turn on the xbox and you start with like 700 gamer score or something like that it, it's something something to make you not feel like a chump um but but like all my things on there say like my, my achievements because you get achievements on xbox right yeah and it pops up and it says, open that, right? Yep. You hold down the little button. And mine always say, complete it on easy. Hold down button to open it. <laughs> it's almost like it's put a little slight in there at you. It does. I, I swear to God it does. And I, I was in, um, I guess with PlayStation, it does that too. Because I played through um, the Last of Us DLC. Okay. Which is, God, like, you, I mean, you've got to play the Last of Us. Have you seen? You said you've seen it all, but you've never yeah. played it. Okay, well, I guess that's good enough. But the DLC was interesting. I had my issues with it or whatever. But at the end of it, it's like, congratulations, you beat this on super easy. 
But but that right there, speaking of DLC, right? That's DLC. But you know what's really cool about that DLC and what I really liked about it is it's standalone now. Really? And so I was able... I had the game for PS3, but I was able to buy the DLC for PS4, which I wanted to do because it's prettier. Hmm. And because I could put the headphones in on the controller and hear the clickers all around me while the <laughs> wife was sleeping and didn't give her nightmares. That's good. Yeah, I don't like my wife nightmares. It doesn't end up well for me. Yeah. So that's the earliest DLC I really remember is, you know, playing on, you know, 360. And that store, I mean, it kind of exploded. Like, you know, the original Mass Effect, I think, had DLC. There was Grand Theft Auto DLC. Okay, well, let's talk about the Mass Effect DLC for just a second. Okay. Right, and, and I know you might be curious to why, but I was listening to Easy Allies maybe today when okay. I was driving home at, you know, 5 in the morning. Um. And they were talking about how I guess it's been put out. I think Kotaku maybe was the one who who put it out, but that the Andromeda is not going to have any story DLC or any DLC. I don't think. Really? Yeah. Now, so you've had the shocked look on your face. That's kind of a big deal, man. Yeah. Why? Because Bioware does DLC, and they do it kind of better than a lot of people, to be honest with you. I mean, they put out great DLC. Yeah, but I don't understand. Yep. So <laughs> I got your answer. To that. I don't understand. Yep. Uh. So you don't play a lot of big RPGs, but so if I buy, like, let's say I buy Skyrim, right? You buy Skyrim. Yep. So I buy Skyrim. Okay. Or uh, you no. Know, so even better, I play. I buy Fallout Four. Okay. So I bought which Fallout, you have. Yeah, which I have. Right. So I bought Fallout Three, and I bought Fallout Three without any expectations and loved it. And then they gave me like five expansions, which were all. And you had to pay for all of them. Yeah, I paid for all of them. Okay. And they were all good, right? You know, there was you know. I'm, now, now, what what are we talking about price wise? I don't remember. They might have been like twenty bucks or something like that. But, but definitely worth it. Yeah, the price is definitely worth it. Yeah, the price is okay. definitely worth it. They're all good stories, that added gear and guns, all that. Uh, so then you know, I played Skyrim, and then Skyrim had great expansion. So at this point, with you know, like big first person RPGs, I expect DLC. And I expected to add a lot to the story, actually. Like, Fallout 4's DLC was also pretty good. Skyrim's DLC was fucking excellent. But, but I mean, shouldn't the game itself be there? And isn't that, should it be enough? I mean, it is. But also, you know, I, I kind of use World of Warcraft as an example here. If you put, like, you know, your... Or no, Destiny. We'll use Destiny as an example. I've put 2,000 hours into Destiny, right? Okay. And they are killing my character. How do you feel about this? Are we really going to go down this rabbit hole again, man? One word. If you had one word to describe your feelings on the fact that you're having to effectively start a brand new character over with Destiny 2, what is the one word you'd use? Am I right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so, at this point... <gasps> Can we hold a funeral? No. What? It's still there. No. You, yeah. you said he's killing him. Yeah, they are. They're killing him. I'm going to hold a funeral. Okay. Uh, <laughs> candlelight vigil. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but so I expect them to continue the story with this character I put all this time into. So I think that's kind of a big deal that, you know, for people that played Andromeda and, you know, why I didn't play it, you know, I played Mass Effect 3 and, you know, everyone's kind of upset with the way they ended it. I really didn't mind. Uh, and they kind of wrapped it up and I forget what the name of it was, but there was a kind of a good expansion after that where they kind of wrapped everything up. The Citadel. Oh, is that an expansion for one of the other ones? I'm I'm literally no. throwing up words I heard him talk about on Easy I'm, Allies today. I'm actually I'm pretty sure that's right. That's kind of fun. I, I would not have expected you to know that. No, no. I, I I listened to it this morning. I'm pretending like I have knowledge. Okay. So yeah, a lot of it, you know, they kind of expand these things, and you know, 
in Fallout that had like kind of one that kind of wrapped everything up, and in Fallout Four they gave us a bunch of expansions. Uh, so the fact that they like did this, that you buy Mass Effect Andromeda, you know that in you know, at least two and three they both had you know really good expansions. I would expect that with Andromeda, and now granted you still have to pay for it, but it is kind of like an expectation at this point. Now I guess they didn't do a season pass, or maybe they were funding people who did the season pass, but I don't think they ever did one. Like I, oh, I think okay. I. From what the conversation I overheard, right? I feel like I'm eavesdropping on people doing podcasts now. Um, they they might not have ever had a plan to do it. Okay, but I don't know. I mean, I, everyone who listens to this or anything else I know knows I'm an idiot when it comes to any of this stuff, right? I can say things, but it's never true. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I thought that was interesting because you kind of brought up brought up Mass Effect. Yeah. So I mean that. It is kind of, you know, it's a big deal in that respect that, you know, somebody who maybe put in all this time and wanted that story to continue is not going to be able to do that. And who knows what the expansion would have been on a new planet or whatnot, but... Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I expect that, you know, if I put all this time into a character and, you know, they say they're going to continue the game, which I don't know if they explicitly said that, but... I don't think they did. Like, I think it was one thing they just didn't say anything about. Yeah. Um, So, jumping around in time as we do... One thing you brought up before we started talking was basically what DLC was before it was DLC. When you would buy expansion passes. Expansion, expansion packs. packs. And I want to say I probably did this for the original StarCraft. I was going to say RTSs. Yeah, Red Alerts. All of that. Yeah, I didn't play much Red Alert. Like, we had some of those games. Um, and I don't know how we got copies of them back in the day. I'm sure my, step, my stepdad's always been a computer guy and always worked in computer fields and stuff. So I'm sure he... Got them somehow, but we always we, we always had Warcraft, we had Starcraft, uh, but I think I'm pretty sure I had some expansions for those. But then you had to buy a disc and install the disc, and I assume you played off that disc. I don't really remember. Yeah, I mean those were all like uh, you know Command and Conquer. I remember they came out with like you know expansions like the Hand of Nod, which you know expanded units and all that. And actually, told like the story from the other side. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so you played on that. And that's you know Starcraft like a uh, Brood Wars. It's yeah, like one of the most well looked at StarCraft expansions. You know, it was you know, a disc and you played off that and I think it actually told like a different story. Now, do you think and I have zero memory of this, right? But like when you get people talking about DLC now and season passes being sold before the game even comes out and and stuff like that, right? You get a lot of like backlash. Yeah. Right? And they're like, oh why was this not in the game? The game wasn't finished. Why are they selling the game not finished? Blah 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 blah. Shut up. So, like, I wonder if people were like that back then. Probably, I assume not. No. And, oh, man. So, this is kind of a touchy topic. And okay. I, will, I will try to be as gentle with this as no, I can. No, 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 Take the gloves off. Okay, take, take the gloves off. All right. So, if you are a person who is upset about this, I will tell you to do what I do. Is if you don't like something, don't fucking buy it. <laughs> uh, you know, and th- this is a real problem, right? So, No Man's Sky is a, a startling example of this. You know, people bought this game and... I don't have a PlayStation, or else I might have done this myself. But I, I haven't pre-ordered a game in a long time. Yeah, I will pre-order Destiny Two probably next week because uh, the reviews so far have been good. And to you know get in on this early beta, because I want to get as much out of it as I can. Um, but to give someone your money before they have produced a product, you know, like Assassin's Creed, everyone was really upset about that. Uh, for a long time with, like, Unity, I think was the one. Yeah. So, you know, we have all these guys that are, you know, video game reviewers, and, you know, by no means are you or I, you know, the people that do that. 
But, you know, some of these guys are very good and have well-respected opinions. So if they say something sucks, you know, I'm not going to give them my money. Well, you know, and when it comes to, like, pre-ordering games, like, I, I will pre-order certain Nintendo games. Okay. Right? Because I know, even if they're not great, I'm going to want them. But, but also, I know Mario Odyssey is something I'm going to want. Like, I knew Zelda was something I was going to want. I know Splatoon and ARMS, things I was going to want, right? Yeah, see, but I didn't, I didn't want it, yeah. and I waited. Now, granted, I was able to walk into a store and get it, which is a little ridiculous. Well, but here's the other thing, though, and, and, and what gets me when it comes to Nintendo games. Like I, so I pre-ordered, and I've since canceled that pre-order, the Mario and Rabbids game. Yep. But the reason I pre-ordered it initially... And how I and how I might still end up getting it, we'll have to wait and see. But is that if you get it pre-ordered or within the first two weeks of it being out, you save yourself like twenty percent on Amazon. Yeah. And, and Nintendo games like that never go on sale, with the exception of the ones that become selects, and that's only certain ones. And so, like, it, it comes to the point where it's almost worth it to pre-order certain things. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to wait till the sale, like. You know, I'm having to wait now till Horizon Zero Dawn goes on sale because I want to catch it for, you know, 25, 30 bucks at some point, which one day it will be. But I have so much to play between now and then, it doesn't matter. But the Nintendo game will never be that way. Yeah, and I think you said an important thing there is, you know, that you know you want these things. So, like, I don't know. I want the new Assassin's Creed. I want to play it. I like the old Assassin's Creed games, and I played most of them. Yeah. Uh, So, but I'm going to wait. You know, if everyone's like, oh, this is a... You know, a hack job. This is terrible. You know, like I would have played Andromeda had it not been. Like, oh, it got destroyed. Yeah, loathed by people. Like they were ups- like angry about it. Yeah. So I mean, you know, really, you know, the reviewers made my decision for me there, and I played the other three. They were great games. Okay, so we're getting close to the end of our time, but there's some other kind of DLCs that's coming out. Stuff that I, I guess, have more. I don't know, experience with right um so things that are coming out soon or have come out recently so mario kart 8 the original mario kart 8 had dlc um it was 12 dollars, and i got like four sets of courses i think or eight sets of courses maybe and like i don't know six characters or something like that right uh smash brothers had dlc where it was like five dollars a character or it probably was it was probably three dollars a character but it just didn't seem worth it at all whereas like the mario kart one did and then now you have games like arms and splatoon 2 that are going to have free we'll call it dlc it's really just added i don't do you consider dlt dlc when they just add a character every once in a while i mean you're downloading it, its content but yeah i mean i think that's just uh, yeah i don't even know what i call it like world of warcraft does a lot with updates with new content but I mean, you know, part of that is you're paying for a service. So I don't know. With that, I mean, you know, like Titanfall adds free stuff all the time. Yeah. And it, it is DLC. Like they're adding maps and things like that and like brings the community back. And it's but free. It, yeah. Right? But they're bringing, you know, I think they're trying to build a community there around that game, which I really don't even know how I'd classify. Yeah, I think it's DLC. Yeah. Cause I mean, ARMS announced that they're going to have theirs. Like, I want to say the first new character comes out pretty soon. It's Max Brass. There's going to be some new places to fight. There's going to be like, I don't know, 10 new characters over the first year or something like that. Really? Some, I might be a little off on that, but there's going to be a number of new characters. Yeah, that's significant. You get almost one a month. That's significant. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know exactly how it's worth, but Max Brass comes out in the next few days or next couple weeks or something like that. And then Splatoon 2, they've already announced, hey, it's going to have this, and there's going to be more things rolling out. Like, here's what we're going to give you to begin with. Here's what we're rolling out, right? And then Zelda, 
right? The DLC just dropped recently, and I've played it some. It's I would say it's got me back into it, but I have so much I'm playing right now that I'm not jumping back into it hardcore right now. Um, but it's got stuff, and from what I heard, like what came out in this first DLC pack was actually supposed to be part of the game, but they didn't want to delay the game coming out. Now, I don't know if that's true. So where do you stand on these games that maybe are not coming out completely finished? Um, I mean, I think that's a problem, obviously. But do you think that's really the case? Or do you think it's one of the things like, we have this grandiose idea, let's get the game out, and then feed little bits out over time? Like, is that a, is that a problem for you? No. I mean, as long as... If they make me pay for it, obviously, like well, sure, and that you know everyone always shares like that graphic, like it used to be like you know a whole pie, and then like you know the ice cream was you know the expansion pass or something like that. And now it's like the pie is like divided up, and they make you buy the pie in slices. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a problem. You know, if somebody's telling me like, hey, we're not giving you the full game, like to get access to like this class or something like that, you have to pay extra money for it. You know, like Overwatch is a great example. Like anytime they release something, everyone has it, so they do not divide their player base. But there's stuff you can't buy, but it's all what aesthetics, right? Yeah, and that's fine. Like you know, in Destiny, they kind of at the end they kind of got a little close to the line where they were letting people almost buy gear. Like you could transfer some stuff between characters and kind of get gear out of it. Uh, and that's kind of where you know, like pay to win. That's a real touchy subject. Yeah, in a lot of things, and you know, uh, Ubisoft, Ubisoft. Yeah. It's real bad about that. Like, oh, are they? With the what games? I don't know. Some of their older games were... What was the one on the, like, Frozen Planet? Is it called Frozen Planet? Nah. Is maybe. it called Disney's Frozen? Yes. Okay. That's exactly what it was. Real hardcore PvP shooter. <laughs> Pay to win. You just get to light up those little princesses. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. That would be take, funny. Take that. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. So, Pay to Win's real touchy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like expansion passes and stuff like that. I mean, you can wait. Like, I bought Fallout Four's expansion pass after they announced what everything was going to be. Yeah, and well, and that's kind of nice too, I guess. I mean, because like to use the Zelda one for an example, you know, they kind of said, "Hey, the second one's gonna have story stuff." And me being such a big Zelda fan, I'm like, "Screw it, why not? I'll just go ahead and just do it ahead of time. Won't think about it later." And went ahead and did it. Um, I'm happy with the expansion they added so far. Like, I want to find these costumes when I have that chance to go in and actually do it because I want to dress up like some of these crazy things. I want to get the Tingle one just because he looks ridiculous. And then there's the other ones, like a Guardian or... Uh, oh, crap, I can't think of what it's called now. But it's it's a costume from, like, an earlier game. Okay. Like, one of the, the enemies in the earlier games. Like, maybe from Link to the Past or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, it looks super cool, right? But but then going back and just playing the, the Trial of the Sword is really cool. Because you start out with nothing and you have to fight your way through, and then I just get destroyed about four or five levels in. Um, but but I mean the fact that it said, "Hey, you buy this, you get this extra story later." I'm like, done that. I'm sold. Right. So, all right, man. Yeah. Anything else? Because we kind of ran all over the board and talked about random stuff in random orders, and you know the chaos we normally have. Do you have anything else that you want to say about DLC before we close it out? Uh, yeah, okay. So, DLC is a good thing. No matter how you look at it, you're getting more out of your games. Uh, whether you pay for it or not is your decision. Okay. Uh, speaking with your wallet is your most powerful thing. Uh, and that, you know, probably with this game, you know, uh, Mass Effect, you know, they didn't have a big enough install base where they thought it'd be profitable. So, if they fix that game, maybe more people would come into it. 
but people didn't buy it and that's you know speaking with your wallet so you know the fact that they abandoned that franchise they took a year off with assassin's creed you know that is a glowing example that you know, if you don't pay for something they will not keep making it so if you're tired of seeing something season passes and stuff like that then just stop buying it it will change yeah hopefully but th- here's the problem with that with that group mentality is it has to be a group mentality and otherwise it's like a one person who just gets screwed out of something they kind of want but they do want to like make a stand and then later they everyone else gets it so they have to like kind of give in to also get it i'm not saying that always happens but that's like that, that's when the group mentality fails true um, all right, let's get out of here. Uh, thank you for listening. This is episode 26, um, which in theory would be our one-year point, but apparently we're not, and I cannot figure out why. Um, probably our next episode, probably two episodes from now that we do the Destiny thing where we'll play it. Uh, if I can figure out how to work it, I would like to get audio of us playing together, but I think the only way we could really make that work is if we had two TVs in the same house and us hanging out otherwise... I don't know how to record the audio so well um, without, oh no, maybe I could. I don't know. I'll figure it out. If I can do it, I'll do it and we'll tack it on at the end of the episode. Uh, that'll probably be a couple episodes from now. Uh, I have no idea what we're talking about next episode and we probably won't know until we hit record. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you to my good buddy Isaac Mars for the artwork. Uh, thank you to Entertainment System for the music at the beginning of the show who I haven't actually thanked in a while, but I thank you. Thank you. Awesome music. Uh, I'm going to be playing a song from OC Remix here to close out the show. This is from a newer album called Candy Corn. Um, I, I don't know what this is supposed to be, but the song is called I Never Drink Dot Dot Wine from Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which I've been playing Symphony of the Night. And I, I played off and on because I got it on sale not too long ago. It's great. Absolutely fantastic. Love the game. Um... Hit me up with any corrections or hate or whatever. Uh, if you hate something that Ben said, deadlock underscore 2121 on Twitter. Let him know how wrong he is about the controllers and that the PlayStation 1's the best. And that you love Platinums more than you love Gamerscore. Let him know. Talk to you later, guys. If I can, you know, make this play and not look like an idiot.